Yeah, what up, y'all? It's the homie Kazaya B. Ills. And when I ain't in the lab, I'm tuned in to the homie DSP at the Blast Podcast. Hey, hey, man. Say less. Cook up. It is I, it is me, Brother DSP, your friendly neighborhood media personality, and you're now tapped into another installment of the Blast Podcast. Truly appreciate you guys for tuning in. When y'all do, you know what I'm saying? Uh, please be sure to follow me on Instagram. That's at the Sandbox Podcast Network. Again, that's the Sandbox Podcast Network. Uh, the Blast Podcast, Pay Window Podcast, Don't Cancel Us, and Never Tuck Your Town TV are some of the content that you'll find on there. Um, and that's what I promo on the IG page. Also follow Never Tuck Your Town TV. Uh, that's pretty much the recap show. An interview show featured on the Sandbox Podcast Network. So be on the lookout for some new interviews on the way on that platform. And as well as, of course, season four for the Blast Podcast. That's loading. And um, some of the, I'm really excited about some of the interviews that are coming up. Um, I'm, I'm sure a lot of y'all will enjoy it as well. So be on the lookout for that. But today, 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 we got to talk about this Rico case, man. This... YSL Rico case and I mean it's like that crew YSL is deteriorating right before our eyes you know um, at the end of the day man if you on the streets you know the camaraderie in the streets most of the time is an illusion it's usually there the camaraderie is available when it's a convenience when things get hard Guess what? Dudes is going to start snitching. And that's what you're seeing right now. Um, the only way a RICO case can come about is if there's one person snitching on multiple people or multiple people snitching on multiple people. And what's happening is prosecutors, the, the state, whatever, they're like, wait a minute. We can make a case out of this. This person said they did this. That person said they did that. We just need someone within the camp, within that crew, within the people that we gather for this RICO case to start corroborating the stories. And what's, once the stories get corroborated and they get the evidence that they need, yeah, we'll give you a plea deal. We'll give you a plea deal, you know what I mean? Some people got off with, what, parole. Some people got lesser time, depending on what they did and what they told on. Um, I believe Gunner, I don't think Gunner got any time. I could be wrong. But I know a lot of people ain't fucking with Gunner right now. You know what I'm saying? Because Gunner, like, he's going to try and make it seem like, oh, I didn't say any names. That's not the only way you can snitch on somebody. All you have to do, for example, here's an example. Uh, you, the listener, were with me, right? And say I drove you, the listener, to a place where is the scene of the crime, right? You did something there. I may have not seen it, but my story can corroborate that you were there. Granted, they have an eyewitness, but they can't always go off what the eyewitness says. If they can get another uh, witness or someone that corroborate the story that can say, yeah, you were actually there at that point because boom, this guy said you were there and you were in his car. And there's footage of it. 
You know what I mean? You even said that you were with him. And he said that you dropped him off. Say I'm the one that's corroborating the story. So, yes, that makes me the snitch in that situation. Because I just corroborated the story. That could put whatever you did at the crime scene as an official, you know, as an official act, uh, official act of crime. And they can put you away for that. And I believe that's what Gunner did. I think Gunner corroborated the story. Put, I don't know if he put Young Thug at a certain location or a group of them guys in a certain location. But I know that when they brought him in, I know he was not happy with that shit. I know that when he got reeled in for the Rico case and he got arrested, I know that he was doing everything under the sun to get out of jail. I mean, he was calling all types of character witnesses, everything. But one thing about the prosecution, they know when they have a case. They know when you can corroborate a story. They know this full, fully well. This is why they do the Rico, because they know somebody's going to break. And guess what? More than one person broke in that case, as y'all can see. How many, how many people we saw pl publicly were given plea deals? I believe it was like, what, five to six people? That's five to six people that snitched with no shame. That's what I'm telling y'all. Like, if y'all if are on the streets doing whatever type of criminal element and you are part of a group, be careful with that shit, man. Be careful with that because you can get caught up right away. They And the thing is, somebody will throw you under the bus so fast just to grant themselves freedom. It's, it's that simple. Like the, the streets ain't, ain't tight knit padlock like that, man. It's all about convenience and what you can do for me. That's what it's all about, man. And if you don't see that with this, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, everyone's like, yo, Young Thug shouldn't take the plea deal. And I'm like, what? You want them to throw him under the prison for like 100 years? He better think about taking that plea deal. He better think. I, I mean, I get you want to be, you know, oh, I'm solid. I'm not going to snitch or anything like that. But if you're going to sit there and act like you didn't do anything and they start bringing out how many witnesses they said they had. I think it was like over 700 witnesses. And each of those witnesses, I guarantee you half of them are part of that YSL group or had business dealings with the YSL group. So now if, now if he's saying that he's not guilty and then all these witnesses from his own camp, from people he did business with are saying, yeah, he did it. What is the jury going to say? The jury's going to be like, well... Prosecution's case is bulletproof. This guy did it. They're gonna and just for wasting their time and resources, they're gonna throw him under the prison. That's that's just basic law. You know what I'm saying? Like you waste their time, they're gonna make you pay. They're gonna make you sit. I don't think people understand that. People think, oh well, I can go in there and defend my. No, you can't. You can't defend yourself in there because that's a a totally different realm, a totally different paradigm where lawyers go to school for like seven to eight years just to understand the shit. That's just to understand it. And most of the time after that, they're not even that good at their job. 
So it, it's it's just it's just a crazy situation. I wanted to talk about this because I wanted to use this as a teaching moment. Like, yo, you don't really need that street life unless that's all you got. But this day and age, it's not all you got, man. There's so many ways to make money, whether you're doing it through the internet or the legal way. But like this, this legal life, it's not worth it, man. And hopefully, man, Young Thug doesn't get that crazy amount of years, but it's not looking good for that young man, bro. He's mad. I don't even think he's 30 yet. That man made millions of dollars in music, and now his life is in danger of being locked up for perhaps the rest of his life because he wanted to be a part of a criminal element while making millions of dollars? That just doesn't make sense to me, man. You got guys in the in the street doing music to get out of the street life. Now you got guys making music to get into the street life. I'm like, what the fuck is that? That's ass backwards. Like dudes wanted to get out of poverty. It was either through basketball or music. It was either sports or music because I don't want to leave out football or, or baseball or anything like that. But it was either through sports or music. You know, there were some of us that were very fortunate, you know, geniuses and all that became doctors, lawyers, teachers and all that good stuff. But not everyone was blessed like that. You know, so it, it, it's 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 just crazy to see this man, just to see these guys throwing their lives away after making millions and millions of dollars, man. Like, why throw your life away? Why? Why risk all of that? What about your What about your family? And I'm not talking about, like, his baby moms or anything. I'm talking about his family, like his mom. How does his mom feel about this? I know she's not happy about this. She probably doesn't really know what he did. You know what I'm saying? How he was living his lifestyle. All this is probably brand new to her. Because she was probably thinking, yo, my son, my son makes music. Because I remember she was in the video. So she knows he makes music. You know what I mean? It's just, she could have been, you know, the whole time. Not knowing that he was partaking in a criminal element. I know she would have straightened him up if she would have noticed that or knew that. She would have been like, yo, what are you doing? You're throwing your life away for what? For what? So you can feel like Scarface? So you can feel like Tony Montana? For what? You saw what happened to Tony Montana at the end of the movie, didn't you? I know y'all did. He died in his own crib, in his own puddle of blood. It's just, everybody want to be Scarface, but they always forget the end of the movie. Yeah, he went, in, he went out like a gangster, but he also died. He couldn't even tell the, he couldn't even live to tell that story. How he took out half of Sosa's men and then, and lived to tell the story. He can't. My man with the shotgun handled him. It's just, it's just crazy, man. It's just crazy, but I'm not going to be too long-winded on this. I just wanted to discuss the YSL Rico case real quick. It wasn't like an in-depth discussion. I just wanted to put you on, because some people don't really understand what the Rico case is. You know, there's a lot of misconceptions and misunderstandings of it. But pretty much, it's when prosecution has more than one person involved in a crime, and they have people within the organization that got caught doing what they do, pointing upwards within the organization. And that's how the RICO start. 
Why people are like why Young Thug is Young Thug the top boss? Young Thug probably isn't the top boss, but they know that he knows the top boss, so they're gonna continue to apply pressure to him. And if he doesn't say anything, they're gonna have him sit inside. You know what I'm saying? That that's look, man. Look, man. I just wanted to give y'all some game on it right quick, man. So um, please be back on Sunday because I gotta talk about that statue in Boston. I have to talk about that Martin Luther King statue in Boston because that is a joke. But that's on Sunday. I'm not going to be too long-winded. I truly appreciate you guys. Follow me on Instagram, the Sandbox Podcast Network. And you'll be up to date on everything and everything that's going on with the network. I haven't been posting on there in a while, but I'll be back at it. Season four is loading, man. That's what I've been focusing on now. And then... uh, you know what it is, man. This is still season three. I'm DSP. This is the Blast Podcast. Y'all be safe. See y'all Sunday. Peace. Yeah. Podcast.